0: Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Teriuktena, and today we'll be going through a practice to help you unlock your unique gifts and unfold more of your potential for living your best life. Inside every person is what amounts to a suitcase, packed with all we are now, and all we can be. All of our quote-unquote natural talents, our gifted insights, our instincts and intuition, are carefully stored in our core, waiting for their cue to come out like actors in a play. Some are meant to arrive early, so we can use and be guided by them early in life. Others only make sense when we're more experienced, tapestried, and competent both with ourselves and in navigating life. For some people, their gifts, talents, or aptitudes are a major focus of the life they intend to live, so they appear during our childhood and flourish, for better or worse, into adulthood which directs the person towards certain careers, experiences, education, and actions from which the rest of their life will flow. But for most of us, how we experience our abilities and aptitudes is very much dependent on external forces. We may want to be an artist, but our parents are against it because it's not a stable or financially viable career. So we end up in mechanical engineering or running away to another country to learn languages. Or we want to work in the trades, but this seems to our parents as if it's a waste of life and intelligence, so we're forced into an education we hate. There are so many people who are meant to be musicians and dancers, doctors and nurses, electricians and plumbers, yet have never done anything else but be a CPA, because that's what they were told was the best and the only thing which made sense for them. Of course, our culture does this to us as well. We train boys they can and should only do and be certain things, girls don't get to do the things boys do, and absolutely every gift, talent, aptitude, interest, or even bored doodle should be converted into a money-making proposition. Even spiritual community blares this message by telling people to find their passion in order to work harder, make more, but enjoy rather than loathe the daily grind. Which means who we plan to be before coming into this life, what we're capable of, and our innate skills get trained like a rose to a trellis into the shape others want. We also lose touch with our own power and sense of self in the process. That's the point. Why would we buy and consume and medicate if we knew who we were, felt good about ourselves, and were clear on our own self-worth and competencies? So we live awkwardly with the knowledge we can do things, have experience doing things, but feel like we don't do them well enough or people won't get it. Or we live in fear that what we like, do, and are isn't acceptable, and so has to be kept small, hidden, limited to an embarrassing hobby, or shoved down and ignored altogether. However, each of us is a unique piece of divinity, and as such, we have the ability to reconnect with our essential selves and activate our aptitudes, hone our skills, and remember all we are capable of being in embodied life. One way in which to do this is with Akasha. In every moment Universal energy is flowing through us, like a river, from the top of our head, through our body, and out through our feet. You can feel this if you hold your hand just in front of your forehead, then skim it across the top of your head. Don't touch yourself, but notice your hand will feel the change in air pressure and texture as it goes through this flow, and your nervous system will register your hand like a shadow passing over the sun. This universal energy is both raw material, like rock and ore going into a steel mill to come out as girders for skyscrapers, and information. It's the wisdom, lessons, and information from the other side of the veil which we need to participate in life. This information can include downloads from our higher self, answers from our soul book, insights and guidance from our guides, as well as conversations and blessings from other beings and much more. We move this energy through us, Section by section, transforming it into us, our body, emotions, and thoughts, as well as lessons, objects, and activities we manifest out of us and into the world. This process is described in detail through Kabbalah's Tree of Life. If you're interested in understanding the process and learning to become a conscious adept at the manifestation process, I offer a class called Manifesting with Kabbalah and the Tree of Life. I'll leave a link to it in the podcast description. Along with universal energy, its complement, earth energy, is flowing through us in every moment, like a river, from the center of our feet, through our body, and out the top of our head. You can feel this if you hold your palm flat against the bottom of your foot, or run your thumb from the middle of the ball of your foot through to your heel. You'll feel the bottom of your foot open as if it's stretching, and you'll be able to notice that the center of your foot feels like it goes much deeper than it really does, as if it's an opening to go further into the interior of you. Earth energy is not raw material, but quite the opposite. It's the manifested experience and beingness of absolutely everything. It's what we and all other living and inanimate things are expressing in each moment, which is the culmination of our divinity interacting with physicality. It's also a recording medium, a bit like silly putty or silicone taking an imprint of what we're doing and being as it flows through us, being transformed by our experiences, opinions, emotions, and thoughts, until it exits back out into the Akashics once again. This is how the Akashics continues to grow and evolve from moment to moment, and also how our soul book keeps an accurate and detailed record of our entire embodied experience, which eventually becomes another chapter in the Past Lives section. To become consciously aware of this process, you can work through the Kabbalah's tree of life process in reverse order, from bottom to top, thereby learning how we are manifested through our choices and experiences. The energy center where these two flows meet is our third chakra, or the Sephirotiferet. Most of us think of this as our tummy, or abs, and it's directly below the sternum and above the navel. It's what we mean when we say something felt like a gut punch, or we're following our gut. It's the place we protect when we feel challenged or threatened, because this is where we keep our essential nature. This is where we put the suitcase. It's also the place most of us shove everything which is most delicate, precious, too important to have laughed at or abused, and so the most defended. When people think of themselves as an introvert as having their true self hidden from the world, or living behind defensive walls, this is the actual place that's happening in. Hence, it's the place where most guided meditations ask you to start focusing your attention. While this is the place we protect the most, this means it's the center we are most aware of, comfortable, and skilled with when it comes to conscious interaction. It is, for almost everyone, the best, happiest place to go within ourselves and often floods us with a sense of well-being, safety, and even bliss when we focus on it for any length of time. You have the ability to unpack the suitcase. There are a variety of ways to work with your third chakra in order to activate what you brought with you, your positive karma as it were, and empower you to become more fully yourself. However, one of the easiest and most supportive ways is to utilize the akasha already running through your body be somewhere you won't be disturbed for a bit. For this, it's better to stand, but if that's uncomfortable for you to do for any length of time, you can sit with your feet flat against the floor. You need your whole body to be engaged in this, so no crossed legs. And it's better if your back can be as straight as possible. Start by turning your conscious attention into mindfulness. Think of what is meant by saying, pinch me, I'm dreaming, or by the use of a rubber band snapped at the wrist to prevent us from falling into unconscious habits. These actions bring us out of our heads, out of the narratives we are making about the future, about the past, and others, and so on. They bring us into the nowing, which is our physical existence. They're also very good at bringing us into mindfulness. They aren't a loud sound or an action which is external to us and calls our attention outside of us but instead cause us to be fully centered and present both internally and externally. We automatically use our senses to check our well-being on the outside to make sure there's no damage, while at the same time feeling ourselves from the inside to verify nothing is actually wrong. This is the state of mindfulness which Shavasana is meant to achieve at the end of a yoga class. We're meant to be fully present with our conscious mind, While being mindful or fully present to our current state inside and out without taking any actions, it's the true state of nowing. So, however it works best for you, come into the state of mindfulness. For some people, it's easiest to do if you go through a bit of exercise like cardio for 15 minutes or so, just enough so your conscious, problem solving mind attends to your body and the changes which are occurring. For others, They can tune into this state readily without intervention, and yet others can do so through mantras or ASMR videos. Do what works best for you. Once you've achieved mindfulness state, focus your awareness of the flow of universal akasha flowing into the top of your head. Then allow yourself to open more fully to its flow. This can feel like you're turning the taps, so water flows more rapidly from the faucet, or it can feel like you're pulling on something so it comes towards you faster. You'll know if you're doing it correctly because you'll feel everything about you seem to stretch and fill. It can feel as if your chest gets tight from anxiety, and yet you don't feel anxious. Or your throat starts to thrum and get thick, sounds filling it, but you have nothing yet to say. You may also feel like you're both getting warmer and yet have the shivers. When you feel something tickly and warm filling in your tummy, Move to earth energy. Focus your awareness on the flow of earth energy flowing up through your feet. Then allow yourself to open more fully to its flow. This can feel like a glass filling with liquid, or getting into a hot spring which is bubbly, or a warm liquid feeling like warm honey flowing up through your veins. You'll know if you're doing it correctly because you'll start feeling your legs, hips, and feet more acutely. It will be like a dry sponge growing as it's filled with water. You may feel energized and a bit jumpy, or really, really relaxed like you're experiencing a great massage. You may also notice that you've become supremely grounded. Not as in relaxed and deactivated, but heavy. When I work with earth energies in this way, I will leave a one-inch deep depression in carpet or soil, as, for the moment, I am so much more and more fully present than at any other time. Let this energy flow upwards through your legs, through your pelvis, and into your core. This is not something which should awaken your kundalini. It's not meant to cause an ecstatic experience or head rush which takes you out of yourself. This is a conscious pulling in of energies in order to unpack the core of you. So let Shakti rest for the moment. Once you have both flows going as fully as you feel comfortable, turn your focus to your third chakra. You don't need to go anywhere, look inward, or imagine anything more than you do when you have a stomach ache. Simply turn your attention there. As you do, feel the focus of both these energies merging there, filling you up, giving you, perhaps for the first time, all the resources, support, and energy necessary for you to feel complete. When you feel ready, like you're holding yourself the same way the archer holds an arrow to the bow right before they release it, take a deep breath and say out loud, What am I meant to be? For those sensitive to energy, you might hear this echo out from you, resounding into the world like a bell being rung. It may take a moment, or none at all, for your third chakra to begin unpacking. There are as many ways to experience this as there are beings. Too many for me to describe here. In the moment, there may be emotions which burst to the surface, a feeling of wellness and completeness, or an urge to do something right now. Whatever happens, go with it, support it, and follow through if you feel the need to take some action. When you feel ready or you simply can't hold this state any longer... Release the energy, somewhat like letting your breath out after you've been holding it for a bit. Release the earth flow and let it go back out your feet and into the world. Release the universal flow and watch the levels of information and energy return to normal. Your suitcase will continue unpacking for a minimum of 72 hours after doing this, so let things unfold as they will. Some people notice changes, opportunities, and synchronicities continue for up to six months after doing this just once. But you can continue to use this process weekly if that feels good to you. Just be aware, what you're unpacking is the entirety of you and what you're capable of. This is not an inconsequential thing, which I guess means buyer beware and be careful how much you wish for. Once you start unpacking your suitcase... Once you start being activated and empowered to be who you truly are, the choice of how much of this you incorporate into your daily life and how is up to you. And that's all the time we have this week. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can see all my other offerings and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Terry Uctana. Thanks. Bye.